So here, as Travis kind of gave us a little clue into Solomon, we have Solomon, who, if you're like me, you really don't know too much about Solomon. Um, We know that Solomon is King David and Bathsheba's son, their youngest son. Um, Just to give you perspective, Solomon, as David was getting older, and you could tell he was about to pass, then Solomon became king. And Solomon um, was probably about the age, people estimate, um, of our own Joseph Mundell or Levi Webb, if that gives you perspective as to the age of Solomon when he took throne. And we're we're like 12 or 15. If you don't if you don't know these uh, these young gentlemen, we're we're talking middle school or the very beginning of high school. And so young. And here he is first getting to the throne and his dad dies And he immediately starts killing people. Anyone that he feels is a threat, he starts killing them. And he takes himself a wife, and then multiple wives, but we won't get into all of that. He's sitting there uh, just on this rampage, even to the point of killing his own brother. And then he just stops. And he remembers what his dad told him about how he needed to follow God. And I don't know if he just got to the point where he realized, I don't know what I'm doing and I need help. But most people that are in that position, head of states, Kings, queens, prime ministers, presidents, supreme leaders. They don't get to a point where they refer to themselves as a servant and ask for help. And here Solomon is at this young age, turning to God making sacrifices and saying, I need help. I can't do it. And God, being so surprised, I assume just like I would be surprised if any of our leaders throughout the world got to the point of admitting needing help. He was so caught off guard, pleasantly caught off guard, that he said, what would you like? Anything you desire can be yours. It's like the genie in the bottle that we remember. I dream of genie. I grew up watching that. I don't know how many of the rest of you did. And we would always sit there and ask each other on the playground. That was an important question. Of course, it was always three wishes. If you had any three wishes, and one of them cannot be for more wishes, 
what would you want? You know. And here Solomon gets this. It's only one wish. But he gets it. And I admit, I'm not a Solomon fan. The more I learn about Solomon, the least likely I am to like him. He did very few things that I I respect. But this is one of the things he did right. Solomon (coughs) didn't ask for something for himself. Solomon actually cared about the people in Israel. He cared about God's people enough to sit there and call himself God's servant and to bow down and say, help me. And when God asked what he wanted, what he needed, then he said, I need wisdom so that I can take care of these people, of your people, your chosen people. I tell you, most politicians that I know don't go around doing, unfortunately, what is best for their people. They do whatever gets them reelected. They do whatever keeps them in the media. They do other things, whatever makes them extra money. Solomon's asking to do right by his people. And that's a very noble request. And God is so pleased by Solomon's request that he grants him that. I'd love to tell you that if you continue reading the rest of Solomon, that he continues to be wise and take care of his people and serve God. But he doesn't. And while he does, he does well. He, other than this dream, he builds the temple of God, which is fantastic. And he does really good trade agreements, which is a good political move for him. All of his neighboring uh, countries, he's, he's really good at making sure that even if he loses some money in the trade, that he keeps that open. Because he knows that we need to, to be good with our neighbors. He does some things right. But I really wonder what got him to that point? What got him to the point of asking God for wisdom? What got him to the point of caring more about others than he did for himself? Because most people in that position only care about himself. And later on, you'll see that he spent years, seven years, having a temple built just for him. He spent three years building God's temple, and then he spent seven years later on in his life building a temple dedicated to himself. So he gets there where the other heads of state usually are, focusing on themselves. But he didn't start there. So my question is, what was going on with Solomon in this dream? What was making it to where he actually cared more about others than he did himself? 
Had he, as he was growing up, heard people complain about whatever his dad had done that affected them in their day-to-day life? Had he heard stories and listened to people to know what their life was like? I don't know the answer to it. But it does make me sit and wonder. If God appeared before us. And we could have any one thing. What would we choose? What would we want? Would we be selfish? Would we be generous? Would we think of others or would we think more of ourselves? Solomon asked for wisdom, and Travis did very well with the children's time asking about how there's a difference between having knowledge and putting it into practice. Solomon started out knowing how to do that. And then he got astray. Too many different people leading him to other ways, away from God. But I hope that whatever wisdom we gain throughout our life, through experience, through friendships, through this book that's thousands of years old, that we actually learn to put it into practice, that we don't just store things up or we don't just hear about things here on Sundays, but that we actually go out into the world and we use our heart. Y'all are really quiet today. (laughs) I know Solomon's not a fun story. But there's still a lot we can learn from this, this king that reigned for roughly 40 years. And how he started off doing what was right for people. And when he did, God blessed him. And God used him just like the Holy Spirit uses us still today. So let us remember that God's there using us however we allow God to use us. And when you follow your heart and you know what is right, because most of the time we do, then we're following God's spirit. Amen. Come share the Lord, number 408.